0: you're listening to the Elevate Maine podcast, to learn more about Elevate, visit our website at www.elevate.org.ph We hope you enjoy today's talk. Hello, everybody. Welcome again to another online youth service. I'm glad you can join us as we start a new series. So, very exciting series natin for this month because a lot of people, actually, this is what's happening in their lives. I am not okay. Can you tag your friends and tell them if you're okay or not? I hope everybody who's listening right now or watching us or joining us via live stream, I hope you're all okay. But I know some of you, you know, you're struggling or you have friends who are struggling it's normal. A lot of people are experiencing that. But before we continue, I just want to give a shout out to everybody's watching, to the different districts of Elevate Maine. Also, I want to give a shout out to Elevate Cebu. I know some of you are watching online. Uh, tingnan ko lang, I also want to give a shout out to Kumi Ortega San Diego. Hello, hello, hi. Sino pa ba? I want to give a shout out as well. want to see, si David. Melikor, hello, David. I miss you, bro. I hope to see you again. Um, and also, who else? Who else? Go post in the si Joshua Angan. Hello, Joshua Angan. Are you okay? I hope you are. Okay, kilala ko yan kaya nagaganyan ko. Si Joshua Villaruz also. You're tagging Joshua Villaruz. I hope you're okay. So, ang dami na na say hi. Sila Eric, si Andre, si JC Santos, si Gonzalo. Hello. Uh, See Ethel as well, hi So thank you for joining us And also those people watching us on YouTube So thank you also for joining us Again, we have a very exciting series Because this is the title of our series I'm not okay And this is what we want to happen How do we navigate through the pains of life? And why is this a very important series or a, a nice series? Because everybody or a lot of people are experiencing the not okay feeling, why? Look at what's going on in our in our world right now. We have the COVID-19, we have family conflict because there's ACQ, there's GCQ. You're just staying at home. Of course, all the more you're going to experience more tension, more conflict in the family. And then there's toxic social media. You see negative posts. You see people bashing left and right. You see people that are, you know, just ranting about whatever is happening in their lives. So, toxic social media. And then there's that economic crisis, although a lot of you are not yet working, but still, it has a toll on you because your family is suffering from it. Maybe some of your family members, they're experiencing job loss. And just recently, the Beirut explosion in Lebanon, I mean, that's just shocking. A lot of people, they think now, what is happening to 2020? When is this going to end? And then for some people, this is their problem. Slow internet connection and a lot of you, whenever you experience this, oh no, I'm not okay. But again, just like what I was saying earlier, it's normal to experience these things. It's normal if you feel that you're not okay. But through this series, we want to help you understand. We want to help you answer the question of why? Why am I experiencing this? Why am I experiencing emotional pain? Why am I experiencing pains in this life? Why did God allow these things to happen? But specifically in today's topic, we want to focus on emotional pain. Why does God allow me to get hurt? Why does God allow me to, to experience people na lolokohin ako? Right? Why does God allow me to experience people who will break promises? Why does God allow me to experience uh, family members who are demanding? They're not that loving. They're not that caring. Why do I experience all of those things? And it's okay to ask those questions. It's, it's not wrong to ask those questions. All of us, we have that why question. Why am I experiencing it? Why is God allowing that to happen in my life? And the reason why we we want to answer that, specifically with our emotional pain, because a lot of us got hurt already. Maybe some of you are already in an emotional crisis right now. You are experiencing emotional pain. Or maybe some of you, you have family members who are experiencing emotional pain and you don't know how to handle that. You don't know how to help them go through it. They have these questions and you cannot answer that the reason why we want to help you answer this question is because a better understanding of God's work in our lives will help us navigate through life's challenges. That's why we are in this series. Because once we have a better understanding, maybe not completely understand the picture, because I don't think we will, in this lifetime, we will understand why there's a Beirut explosion. I don't know. Maybe not. I don't, think we will understand also completely why there's COVID-19. I really don't know also. I don't know why, uh, if we will have the answer why you got hurt emotionally before, why that guy cheated on you, or why that girl, pinaasa ka, oops. So I, I know some of you are, have experienced those things. I, we may never know the answer to that. But we may have a better understanding of God's work through our pain. Because once we have a better understanding, it will help us navigate through life's challenges. Because here's the truth, okay? Look at this uh, graph, okay? A lot of us or all of us will experience pain. Whether it's an emotional pain, physical pain, relational pain, meaning to say we hurt one another, or spiritual pain. All of us. We will never ex- escape that. Every single person in this world will get hurt can you give a thumbs up ba yun sa chat if you got hurt already? Can you just do that? Or say, hi, or parang gano, or ng Yes, I got hurt. Yes, I got hurt. Can I see? I hope I can see that thumbs up or parang raise hand. So if you can do that, can you post that in the chat so that people will know that they're not alone in experiencing pain. So all of us, we experience this one way or another in our lives. And all of us, we have this desire of healing. We want To be healed from our emotional pain We want to be healed from our physical pain From our relational pain We want restoration We want healing also from our spiritual pain And then we have this desired healing But you know what I realize about healing Sometimes our desired healing Or a lot of times our desired healing And God's healing can be different Meaning to say Maybe this is what you think that will heal you Or you think the healing that you need But this is the healing that you really need Right? Do you get that? Maybe what you think is, this healing is what I really need. When God is brewing something, working in your life, because He has a healing that you really, really need. That's why a lot of people forget that there is a process before the healing. Right? We want the healing whenever we are in pain. But there's a process Before the healing. That line there is the process where God is working. That's why through the process, He wants us to respond properly. He wants us to rely on Him. He wants us to realize whatever lessons He is teaching us through that pain. So our message for today, as we start this wonderful series, is very simple. Let's read this together. In every pain, God is working. Can you chat that on the screen, on your chat box, whether YouTube or Facebook? Can you tell your friends, tag them? In every pain, God is working. God is really indeed working in every pain in our life. And today, we're going to look at a story. We're going to look at actually not a story, but the life of David. And the Psalms that he wrote. He wrote a lot of Psalms. We're not going to look at all of those things. But we will see there, if you've been reading your Bible, specifically the book of Psalms, you will see the Psalm of David Major emotional Or a lot of times, he was emotional. He was pouring out his heart because he experienced a lot of emotional pain. Let me show you some of the emotional pains he experienced. For example, David's emotional pain. His father did not see his potential. How do I know that? You remember, Samuel went to his father's house because Samuel is gonna anoint the next king and David wasn't there and the father just called the other brothers, the older brothers, because the father thought they will be the next king. One of them will, not David, because he's a young lad. He's just a shepherd. That's his role. So his father did not see his potential. Another one is, he was childish in the eyes of his brothers. When they were fighting Goliath, David went to that camp of the Israelites to bring food and other, you know, the, what the father was asking him to bring to his brothers. And the brother said, what are you doing here? You're just out here to play games. That's what they think. Imagine, imagine the emotional heaviness. My family doesn't believe in me. My family thinks I'm just too young. King Saul, when he got his potential already, when he was already working in the king's palace, King Saul tried to kill him because King Saul was jealous. And he wasn't doing anything bad. His men, when he was running away from Saul, there was a situation in his life when they're in their camp with his men, around 400 men, they were attacked and raided by a group of people while they were away in a war. When they went back, they saw that none of their wives were there and their possession were not there and the men tried to kill David. Imagine the emotional heaviness he was experiencing. Not just that, when he became king already, One of his children died because of his sin. When he committed adultery with Bathsheba, they they bore a child and the child died because of his sin. Emotional heaviness. One of his sons, eventually later on, tried to take the throne away from him. This is Absalom. Tried to take the throne away from David. And then at the latter part of his life, he saw the death of thousands of his people because of his sin. If you read this story, he made a census and God said, don't make this census because these are my people, not your people. And as a result of that, God punished David by destroying a lot of people. That's why he experienced a lot of pain, emotional pain. And that is also the reason why he wrote a lot of Psalms. One of the Psalms that we're going to look at is this one, Psalm 143. Psalm 143. I like this psalm because it's, the, it's like the I love you psalm, okay? Psalm 143. So if you want to memorize a psalm or to be reminded of a psalm, just memorize Psalm 143. It shows how much he was desperate for the Lord. Why? What did he say? Look at verse 1. Lord, hear my prayer. Listen to my cry for mercy. In your faithfulness and righteousness, Come to my relief. You see how much desperate he was for the Lord. He was crying to God. The enemy pursues me. In verse 3, a lot of people were trying to kill him. He crushes me to the ground. He makes me dwell in the darkness like those long dead. He was so helpless, he was running away from people from people who are trying to kill him. There was, there was emotional heaviness in him, I believe. And then, look at what he feels, how I know it, they, he has emotional heaviness. So my spirit grows faint. i ibig sabihin faint? na ako, Lord. I'm almost ready to give up because of the heaviness I'm experiencing. Within me, my heart within me is dismayed. I'm so discouraged. I'm so down. I cannot handle this. That's why I'm going to you. And that's why I'm telling you, it's okay to question God. Why am I experiencing this, Lord? Because God wants us to do that. Whenever we're experiencing emotional pain, don't handle it on your own. Go to God, go to Him, ask those questions, cry out to Him, just like what David did. And then verse 5, I remember the days of long ago. I meditate on all your works. Because He knows God is working. And consider what your hands have done done. You know what encouraged David when he was pouring out his heart? What encouraged him is he went to God and he remembered the works of the Lord, what God had done in his life and through his life. And because of that, I spread out my hands to you. It's like surrender. I spread out my hands to you. I thirst for you like a parched land, deserted land. You know what David is saying Lord, I'm like in a deserted land. When you're in a deserted land, right, or you're in a desert, all you long for is water. What David is saying, I'm like in a desert, Lord, and all I long for is you. Because of the emotional pain, this was his response. Because he saw that God is working, God worked in the past, God is working right now, and God will work in and through his future. That's why our message is, in every pain what god is working i don't know what pains you're going through in your life right now emotional pain uh, heartache family emotional uh, heaviness that you're experiencing you're depressed you're down all of those things that you're feeling it's normal it's natural most people if not all feels that during this season but there's a there is a solution for that and also there is god working in the midst of our pain. Because in every pain, God is working. So what does that mean, Kriya Marty? What do you mean that in every pain, God is working? How is God working in my pain? And why is He allowing that to happen? What is the work that He is doing in my heart through my life, that's why He is allowing the pain? Maybe that's your question. And I'm going to give you some three points that will help you understand Why God is allowing this pain and how He is working in the midst of your pain. So, are you ready? Of course, I cannot hear your answer, but I hope you're ready. Number one, God allows the pain because He wants us to repent. He wants to change our hearts. He wants us to realize if we made a mistake and change that. Or in Tagalog, Gusto kang baguhin ni Lord. He allows the pain to change us, to mold us. How do I know that? Another psalm that David wrote. Psalm 51. Let's read that together. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love, according to your great compassion, blot out my transgressions. What is the basis of Psalm 51? What is the background of that? You know what the background of Psalm 51? This was the time he sinned against God by committing adultery. So he got Bathsheba, which Bathsheba was Married already He killed the husband of Bathsheba He took Bathsheba as his own wife And then eventually The child That was you know uh, As a result of their immorality The child got sick And prophet Nathan said That you sinned against God And now he wrote this psalm. He was so guilty He said to God Lord I've sinned I used my emotions To control my actions I've sinned against you I thought I was okay already. The reason why I'm experiencing all of these heavy consequences, heaviness in my heart, because I made the mistake. I've sinned. That's why I ask for your mercy. According to your unfailing love, according to your great compassion, blot out my transgressions. Not just that, against you. Look at how he admitted. Against you, Lord, you only have I sinned. I have done what is evil in your sight. You are right in your verdict and justified when you judge. It's not just, okay, I'm, I, I'm confessing, but I'm also agreeing with you, Lord, that I was wrong. You know, that's very important. If we want healing from our emotional pain, if we know it's because of our sin or our mistake, that's why we're experiencing emotional pain, then we need to repent. We need to have a change of heart. Because if we're not willing to repent, then we're not gonna grow, we're not gonna learn, and that emotional pain will not get healed. That's why God is allowing us to experience the pain because He wants us to learn. That's why look at David's prayer. Create in me what? A pure heart. You know, an impure heart will cause pain. An impure heart will cause emotional pain in your life and in my life. And not just emotional pain to us, but also to the people that we love. That's why David prayed, please Lord, create in me a pure heart Oh God, renew a steadfast spirit, my life. Renew it, Lord, within me because I cannot manage my heart. I cannot control it. I need you, dear God. Deliver me from the guilt of bloodshed of God. You who are God, my Savior, and my tongue will sing of your righteousness. Open my lips, Lord, and my mouth will declare your praise. Do you, know, do you see the shift? Because of what he confessed, Because of the repentant heart that he had, God was restoring, healing him and teaching him that David, you need to have a change of heart. You need to renew, I need to renew your heart so that you will have healing in your life. Because look at what God said through David. You do not delight in sacrifice. You know, some people, they would just go to church, pray for the, just to, you know pay for their sins. No, it's not about the sacrifice that God wants. It's about obedience. Because if it's about sacrifice, look at what David said, I would bring it. You do not take pleasure in burnt offerings. What does God desire? My sacrifice, O God, is a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart God will not despise. You see, God welcomes your broken heart. Really. And He wants you to give that broken heart to Him. Whatever is the reason for that brokenness. And He wants to heal it. He wants to teach us. He wants us to change, to repent, and to obey Him. That's why one of the reasons why God allows emotional pain is for us to grow, for us to learn, for us to repent. He allows emotional pain to wake us up. I mentioned this before. I think I was speaking in prayer and fasting I realized that sometimes, or a lot of times, He allows us to get hurt to wake us up. Or in Tagalog, kaya tayo nasasaktan para magising. Or minsan, kaya tayo kailangan masaktan para magising. Can you just tell or chat your friends? Sabihin nyo sa kanila, gising na. Masakit yan lalo. Okay? Because seriously, He allows that to happen to wake us up. Sometimes, or a lot of times, that's the only way for us to wake up and to realize, ay mali pala. Sometimes emotional pain is the only way for us to realize, that I, I was in the wrong direction pala. ba? That's why He wants us to repent. You see, look at this. If we fail to learn from an emotional painful experience, then, let me tell you this, ah, expect God to allow that same pain to happen again until we learn. Now, I'm serious with this. I'm really serious with that. If we fail to learn, if you fail to learn from an emotional, experience, painful experience, in na ni God, masaktan ka because of your sin, because of your mistake. Eh, hindi ka pa rin Balik ka pa rin sa Ginagawa mo pa rin yung dati. You know what's gonna happen? Expect God to allow that same pain to happen again until we learn. Because God wants us to grow. What's our message again? In every pain, God is working. Now we've asked someone, one of our student leaders, to share her testimony of what happened in her life and how God allowed the pain to, to help her grow, help her mature, and help her depend on the Lord more. So let's welcome Veronica and I hope you are you will be blessed with this testimony.
1: My family has been a follower of Christ since I was 10 years old. They brought me to Sunday school every week and read Bible stories to us, but I didn't take any of it seriously. I was also never satisfied with the love and care that my parents showed me as I kept searching for more. I disobeyed and dishonored every advice that they gave me. I thought that being in a romantic relationship was the answer to the longing of my heart. And so, even if I knew that having a boyfriend who did not share the same fate that I did would dishonor God and my parents, I still pursued one and made all the excuses and lies just to keep the relationship. However, the void in my heart grew all the more. And so, I turned to focusing on my academics and extracurricular activities, thinking it will also help me fill the void in my heart. I grew proud and thought of myself as better than others because I had everything that I wanted, but I was wrong. I also stopped reading my Bible even though my parents would constantly remind me that nothing and no one can fill in the void in my heart, only Jesus can. But my parents never gave up on me. They prayed for me and made sure I would hear them pray, and this made an impact in my heart. Their prayers slowly changed me, and eventually, my boyfriend and I broke up. That's when I started to seek God for answers. I had questions like, why did God allow this? What would happen to me without my boyfriend because I was so dependent on him for happiness and security? How will I move on? My questions led me to open my Bible again for the first time in almost three years. The first verse God showed me was in Psalm 37, 4, where it says, Take delight in the Lord, and He will give you your heart's desire. During that time, my only desire was answers. I asked the Lord how I could delight in this season of brokenness. With the help of my parents, who intentionally discipled me and prayed for me, they shared the gospel to me again. They shared a verse that changed my life. It was in 1 John 4, 10, and it says, And this is love, not that we have loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. It was the first time that I truly understood what real love was. Real love cannot be found in my ex-boyfriend nor anyone or in anything in this world, but it can only be found in Jesus Christ alone. With that, I decided to surrender my life to Jesus. As I moved on, I prayed to God to put me in a specific university where I wouldn't encounter my ex-boyfriend. I thought God would answer that prayer because I prayed for protection. But God changed my heart and instead, I prayed that He would put me in a university where I could serve Him best. It says in Proverbs 16.3, Commit your works to the Lord and your plans will be established. As I commit my life to the Lord, I am no longer afraid if I have truly moved on because I know in my heart that there is nothing that I desire more than to serve the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I praise the Lord that He has put me in a university where I can have the privilege of being part of a D group and also leading one in my campus, I also serve God through Elevate UBuild's discipleship group management ministry. Now, I no longer want to please the world, but instead, I am after God's purpose for me and that is to make disciples. I also do not desire a romantic relationship anymore until I graduate, but I have a strong desire to focus and seek God first and to maximize my waiting season in serving God more and more. I am Veronica Gail Chua, now safe and secure in the love of my Heavenly Father. To God be all the glory and praises. My family has been a family.
0: Thank you so much, Veronica. I hope you were blessed. And just like what I said, right? He allows emotional pain to wake us up, just like in her story. She had to learn that and she had to learn it the hard way. You know what I realized? Experience is not the best teacher but it is often effective. God uses painful experiences to wake us up. The Bible is still the best teacher. Jesus is definitely the best teacher. But if we don't listen to him, mo na sa Bible, narinig mo na sa message, then God will allow experience. Cuz a lot of people would say, "Hindi ma-experience mo mayan." You know, sometimes we could avoid unnecessary pain if we just obeyed, right? We could avoid that day if we just obeyed. That's why, what's our message? In every pain, God is working. But here's the thing. Some of our emotional pain, it's not really our fault, right? For example, your parents, they are are having conflict. It's not your fault. And then you're suffering from that or other people. You're being kind to them and they're rude to you. So it's not really your fault. And then you're asking God, why? Why is this happening? And I realize it's not just about repentance, why God allows emotional pain. That's one reason. If you're sinning, if you're doing something against God, that's one reason. But the other reason why God allows emotional pain is to realign our hearts. Because maybe we are headed in the wrong direction. We're not yet sinning, but we are going there. We're not yet making that wrong decision, but we are running towards that. That's why He allows emotional pain how do i know that look at psalm 143 the continuation of that passage answer me quickly lord my spirit fails do you see how desperate david is how down he really was during that time do not hide your face from me have you ever felt that that you don't feel god you don't see him anywhere working in your life that's what he was feeling Do not hide your face from me, or I will be like those who go down to the pit. But look at verse 8. Let the morning bring me word of your unfailing love. Maybe it was nighttime that he was writing it, and he was about to sleep. And then he was asking God, Lord, may tomorrow bring me another hope, another uh, encouragement from you because I know you're faithful. I have put my trust in you, Lord. He was praying at night, crying out to God, I trust you. Show me the way I should go for to you I entrust my life. Realign my heart to yours, dear God. Realign my heart to yours. I entrust my life to you. Teach me to do your will for you are my God. May your good spirit lead me on level ground. Show me the way. Teach me your truth. Teach me the path towards righteousness teach me how to live my life guide me realign my heart to yours and a lot of times he allows pain so that our hearts will be aligned to his and look at another psalm that he wrote psalm 23 a very familiar psalm the lord is my shepherd i lack nothing you know what he's saying god you're my guide if you're my guide i lack nothing if you're my guide i'm secure If you're the one guiding me to the right path, to the green pasture, to the quiet waters, then I'm safe. And look at how God guides. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. David was saying this. Why? Because God is with me. You are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. How does the rod and the staff comfort us? You know how the rod and the staff comfort us? The shepherd, and a lot of you know this already, but some of you may not know this, but the rod and the staff, the shepherd use this to guide the sheep. For example, for the staff, there's a hook. If the sheep is about to go wayward to another direction and there are wolves there, he uses the staff with a hook to pull the sheep back to the the group of sheep that the shepherd is taking care of. So he's going to pull the sheep back and sometimes it's a little bit painful. Have you ever experienced that? Yung pateks ka na and alam mong mali yung tetext mo. Tapos biglang sabihin ni Lord, wag mo nang isend yan. <laughs> there are moments like that. Yung papunta ka na doon, biglang, oh, Sige, Lord, sorry, sorry. Sige na, hindi ko na gagawin yan. Emotional pain. It's painful when God allows us to experience that. And he uses that to protect us from the wrong direction. And sometimes, mas yung sheep. And when the sheep is going farther and farther away, he uses the rod. It's a small stick, maybe that this big. And he uses it as a weapon to ward off the, the, the wolves, but also to hit the sheep. Whenever the sheep is far away, he will hit the sheep so that the sheep will run back to the group. And sometimes, we will bathe Lord so that we will be protected from unnecessary pain. Because if the sheep keeps running away towards that wood, the wood, the, the dark place, okay? Then the wolves will eat the sheep. Then the sheep will die. So the shepherd wants the sheep to just be nearby. He uses the staff and he uses the rod. You know what I realize? He allows emotional pain to guide us and protect us. He allows emotional pain to guide us and protect us. Because if there's no pain, then the wrong direction that we're headed, we will go there definitely. But when there's pain, we will pause and say, wait a minute, parang may malidito. God allows the emotional pain to guide you and to protect you. I remember before, when I was courting this girl. I know a lot of you know this story. And then ni-reject ako ng girl. Yung bukang ton rejected reject nung girl. Okay, sorry. I had to say that. Tumawet luha yung mga tao dito. But anyway, ni-reject ako girl. I was so hurt. I was emotionally hurt. But I stayed. I, I decided, no, I'm still gonna pursue this girl kahit may sakit. And here's what's more painful. I liked the girl, and then I got hurt. I still pursued the girl, and the girl likes someone else. So every time I pursued the girl, let's say I'm gonna call her, right? Just to ask how she is, magkaroon ng conversation. Biglang sasabihin niya, uh, Marty, sorry, kasi tumatawag na si, ano, yung guy na gusto niya. Wala pa boyfriend on, but just friends. So para ako, oh... Okay, sige, sana punish No, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. But I was just, I was hurt, really. I, I had to endure that. But here's the thing. Eventually, because of that pain, I had to give up. Eventually, I realized this girl was not for me. If the pain was not there, I wouldn't be married now to the right person. If the pain... That I've experienced, not just with her, huh? I had other relationships, na mali. it was a wrong relationship, I experienced pain, if I didn't experience the pain, then I wouldn't be in the right relationship. You know what I realized? I got hurt so I won't make a wrong decision that will cause me more pain. I got hurt so that I won't make a wrong decision that will cause me more pain. Some of you need to realize that you are getting hurt so that you won't make a wrong decision that will cause you more pain. We need to appreciate pain sometimes because that's God's megaphone. That's God telling us, Hui, Malian, bro. That's not the right direction, that's not the right relationship, that's not the right attitude, that's not the right thing for you. What you're doing is not pleasing to me. Don't go there or you're headed to a wrong path, don't go there. I'm pulling you back here and it's I'm throwing this to you so that you will realize, uy, may mali What's our message again? In every pain, God is Can you again tag your friends and tell them, in every pain, God is working. How does He work? He works because He allows the pain for us to repent when we are sinning against Him, when we are doing something wrong, when there's something that is against Him and is waking us up. Para magising tayo. He allows the pain to happen to realign our hearts. Because maybe we're headed in the wrong direction. Maybe we're about to do something that's not right. So He's pulling us back to the right path. And finally, He allows the pain, sometimes or a lot of times, to restore our hearts, to restore us, to show that He cares for us, to show that we need Him and we need to depend on Him. You see, if there's no pain, if everything is okay, a lot of people will not depend on the Lord. No, seriously, if there's no pain, if there's suffering here, then we won't want to go to heaven. I don't want to go to heaven because I'm not suffering here. But because of pain, I'm I'm realizing that, hey, wait a minute. I don't want to be in a world that there's so much suffering. I want to be where there is no more pain and there's no more suffering. And that's why God is offering heaven to those who believe in Him. That's why He wants to restore our hearts. He wants to restore our soul. He wants to restore us. Look at another Psalm that he wrote. Psalm 34. Look at what David wrote here. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous. So if you have a right heart, if you are honoring the Lord, because here's the thing, maybe some of you're experiencing pain, your heart is aligned, na, aligned na kay Lord your heart. Nyo. You're not really sinning against God, but somehow you're still emotionally uh, having emotional heaviness in your heart because of what's going around. You're anxious, you're worried, there's pain in your heart. And you feel like you're connected to the Lord, the man. Here's the promise of God to you. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous. And His ears are attentive to their cry. When you cry out to God, He hears you. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. To blot out their name from the earth. Yes, He's against evil. The righteous, if you have a right heart before God, you cry out to Him. The Lord hears them. He cares for you. He delivers them. From some, from most, all their troubles. That's God's promise to you. He is the a promise keeper. He promises to protect. He promises to care. And I like this passage. Ito, natin together. Ha? Wherever you are, let's read it as loud as you can. Of course, pag may natutulog sa katabi mo, But read it so that you will internalize it. The Lord is close to the broken-hearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. Some are, of you are broken hearted. You're crushed. You're down. Maybe depressed. You don't know how to handle this. The reason why God is also allowing that? For you to realize that you need Him. For you and me to depend on Him solely. Rely on Him, not on your skills, not on your heart, not on other people, not on the, your, your sol- the solutions in your mind, but on the Lord. Because He's close to the brokenhearted and He saves those who are crushed in spirit. You know what I realized? He allows emotional pain to show how much we need His care. We need Him. That's why He's allowing us to experience that pain. Because if there's no pain, hindi ka naman sa kanya He wants us to run to Him. He wants us to hold Him tight. He wants us to embrace Him as tight as we can and say, Lord, I really need You right now. And I know some of you, you want that. You want to do that. And that's why God is allowing you to experience the pain. You know what Peter wrote? Cast all your anxiety on Him. Because He cares for you. Every worry, every heaviness that you're feeling, every, anything that you're experiencing that you, it's just beyond your control. It's just heavy right now. You cast, you let it go. You surrender your pain to the Lord. You offer it to Him. Don't try to solve it on your own because it will end up more pain, more heaviness. You will end up just lost. But when you cast it, you surrender it, I promise you there is peace beyond your understanding i've experienced that a lot of the people that i know i've counseled experienced that couples about to separate they've experienced that because of the lord you know what i realized about emotional pain emotional pain will show us that people will hurt us because this world is full of imperfect people all of us are imperfect emotional pain will show us that our hearts will deceive us maluluko kan puso mo. A lot of us got hurt already because n lo kana tainang puso natin. Emotional pain will show us that the news in this world will bring sorrow. Right. Some of us will we will look at, I'm just gonna look at what's happening in social media, and all the more <laughs> it brings more sorrow. Emotional pain will show us that the world will cause anxiety. With the news that we hear, with everything that's going on, it's gonna cause us anxiety. But look at the opposite. Emotional pain will show us that God will heal us. Yes, people will hurt us, but God will heal us. Yes, our hearts will deceive us, but God will guide us. Yes, the news that we listen and hear will bring sorrow, but God will bring joy. Yes, this world will cause you to be anxious and worried because there's no vaccine yet. There's no cure yet. So many jobs are so many are jobless So many companies are shutting down But God Will give Peace That's why In every pain God Is working How is He working? He's working in our hearts So that our hearts will repent He's working in our hearts So that our hearts will be a realigned to Him He's working in our hearts So that our hearts Will be restored In Tagalog para magbago tayo para maggrow tayo and para magdepend tayo sa kanya para magbago para maggrow and para magdepend tayo sa kanya that's why he's allowing emotional pain i know maybe a lot of you are in that situation right now you are experiencing emotional pain in your life. Whatever it is, maybe because of the crisis, maybe because you lost your job, maybe because you don't know what's going to happen in the future, maybe because pasokan and you do how to manage the online classes. I don't know what that is, or maybe because of a relationship. You know, a lot of people chat us online, and a lot of them they are asking for prayers because they are in a heartbreaking, heart pain, a painful situation, heartbreak. Nag-break sila ng boyfriend nila or niloko siya ng girl or niloko siya ng guy. And daming ganun. Or maybe it's a family issue that's causing you emotional heaviness. Whatever it is, look at your emotional pain in the eyes of God. That maybe the reason why God is doing that is because He wants you to change. There's something that's not right. Maybe because God wants you to grow. You need to align your hearts to Him so that you'll be protected. Or maybe God just wants you to depend on Him Fully, so that you're not going to hold on to whatever is sick, feeling more secure in this world Because it's just going to cause you to be disappointed But for you to hold on to Him You know, I'm going to end with a story Years ago, I think 2001 We were in Six Flags, me and my cousin And we decided to uh, ride this It's like a pendulum ride Right, basically, you're going to be strapped in this, this way and they're going to pull you up 300 feet. There, around 300 feet or 280, something like that. So they will put, pull you up there and then there's a guide down there Name megaphone. And the guide, once you're already way up there, so it's a slow process going up there. And the higher you get, of course, the more scared you are. Especially when you're already there on top, sobrang scary talaga. So me, and the end picture, I was looking at the video, looking for the video. I couldn't find it, but that's not us. Maputito eh, okay? So I'm not that white, okay? So we were there on top, and when you're that high, it's just really scary. But you have to wait for the guide. The guide will shout, I will use the megaphone and tell you that you're already on top. You pull the rope, so there's like a rope. Thing here, I think that's a middle. When you pull it, you're gonna go down like a pendulum and you're gonna swing. And once that happens, it's gonna be fun. Parang may release the wow, yes. Okay, of course the downward part is quite scary, but it feels good in the end. Because tapos na, right? So once you're up there, the guide would would use the megaphone and tell you, pull the rope and dive. Because pull the rope and dive. You know. So once you hear that, you pull the rope. i assigned to pull the rope. So me and my cousin were there and my cousin, kasi my cousin did that already. So he told me, you are the ones going to pull the rope, pull the rope and died. So when it was our turn, we were there. I pulled the rope and then we went down and it was a great experience. It was scary, but it was a great experience. Now, after us, there were three girls, three girls who were about to take this ride. So they were already strapped on this. And they were, you know, giggling and they were scared. I saw in their faces, they were really scared. And when they were there already, strapped on that thing, they, it pulled them up slowly. And as they went higher, I, we heard shouting, ah, screaming, no, no, stop, stop. They were really afraid. But the funniest thing was when they were already on top, then the guide said, pull the rope and dive. Guess what happened? The girl who was in charge did not pull the rope. So they were staying there for several more seconds. Unnecessary discomfort. Imagine you're already there and you're way up there looking on the ground, face first. It's a scary sight. So all the more they were scared because they were hanging there. And the guide kept on telling them, pull the rope, pull the rope and dive several more seconds, and all we hear was, ah, no, no! You know, the suffering will not stop if they don't pull the rope. Eventually, butin lang, uh, one of the girls realized they needed to pull the rope. So they pulled the rope, or one of them pulled the rope, and they went down, and the shouting stopped, and they felt comfortable once again. Why am I saying that? You know, sometimes we are like the three girls. We are holding on to the pain trying to work on it, trying to solve it, but we're suffering even more. We're there on top unnecessarily, thinking that, this na will solve ng pain. <laughs> no. Instead, we need to pull the rope. We need to let go of it. We need to surrender it to God. We need to listen to the guide. Because once we listen, there's release, there's comfort. As I end, look at this statement. The pain that is surrendered to the Lord will never be wasted. That's why you need to surrender your pain to God. The pain that is surrendered to the Lord will never be wasted. Hindi sayang ang pain niyo. Some of you have, have experienced so much pain already. I'm here to tell you, hindi sayang yan if you surrender it to the Lord. Paano hindi magiging sayang? Because if it leads to repentance, then hindi sayang. If it leads to realignment, then hindi sayang. If it leads to restoration, then definitely hindi sayang. But you have to surrender it to the Lord or else you will suffer more. Whatever is going on in your life, that's my challenge to you. Yes, you have emotional pain right now. Or maybe later on you're going to experience emotional pain. Here's the reason why you're experiencing that. He wants you to repent if you're sinning against Him. He wants you to be realigned to Him. And He wants you to be restored. So surrender your pain to God. Because in every pain, God is working. Now, I hope this message has blessed your heart. And I want to pray for you guys. I don't know what's going on in your life right now. I don't know what's causing the emotional pain. But I hope through this message, you have realized that God is working. He cares for you. He loves you. He wants you to repent if you're sinning. He wants you to be realigned to protect you. And He wants to restore you, to make you realize that you need Him. So please, surrender your pain to God. Can I pray for you guys? Let's pray. I want to pray for two specific groups of people here this afternoon. For the first group, that I want to pray for. Maybe some of you, you don't have a personal relationship with Jesus. Jesus is not yet your Savior and Lord. This is your first time attending this. Someone invited you. And here's the reason why you're here. God loves you. He wants you to hear this message. He wants you to give your life to Him. He wants you to follow Him. So if you're that person, I want you to pray something like this. Tell Jesus something like this. Jesus, I'm sorry for my sins. I'm sorry that I have been far away from you. Today, Jesus, I humble myself. And I want to accept you in my heart as my Lord and my Savior. I cannot solve my emotional problems on my own. I cannot save myself. But you came here to save me. So Jesus, from now on, I will follow you and live for you all the days of my life. For the second group of people that I want to pray for, Lord, for everybody else, especially for the Christians who are listening right now, Lord, maybe some of us or a lot of us are experiencing emotional pain. Maybe the reason for that emotional pain is it's our fault. We sinned against you or we're sinning against you and you want us to repent. Maybe the emotional pain is because you want to protect us because we're headed in the wrong direction. Or maybe the reason for the emotional pain is to remind us that we need you. We need your care. And thank you that today you reminded us once again that you're close to the brokenhearted and that you desire to save us. So I pray, Lord, for comfort, for protection, for guidance, for restoration, for every single person listening right now, experiencing emotional heaviness in their hearts. Please, God, restore them. Help them to repent. Realign their hearts. Help them surrender All our pains to you, Jesus. And thank you that the surrendered pain will never be wasted. We love you. We honor you and give you praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. You know, before we listen to our songs, our response song, later we're going to have breakout questions for our small group. So please uh, wait for that one. And if this is your first time, we would like to invite you to a small group. Yes, we have a lot of people watching us online But you know what's more important is that you're part of a small group because we don't know what's happening in your life. Some of you, you need someone to talk to. Please, chat with us. Tell us if you're interested to join a small group or a discipleship group. We would love to put you into one. And if you need some prayers or if you want someone to talk to, again, chat with us as well. Thanks for joining us. We'd love to stay connected with you. So make sure to subscribe to our podcast or connect with an Elevate group through our website. See you at our next podcast.